Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hi, beautiful, and happy new year. Happy 2021. We did it. We're here. We made it through 2020. You're probably like me. You're going to keep writing down, you know, 2020 saying 2020, because I feel like we just said it so friggin' much, right? Like we kept pointing out, you know, 2020 people would say, you know, 2020 is this 2020 is a dumpster fire. 2020 is the worst year ever, you know, insert whatever people would say. And we're in a new year. So there is excitement that comes with it being a new year. It feels restorative. It feels refreshed. It feels like someone hit reset, right? There's this energy to it. And this episode, it's actually going to be about (laughs) going against the cliche of the belief that because it's a new year, because we're starting over, because it's a fresh year, that things are going to change, that things will be different. And I don't mean in the context of what's going on in the world right now. I mean in the context of you. And my intention for this episode, it's never to be pessimistic (laughs) ever, ever, ever. My goal is for you to get excited. It's actually the opposite. My goal is for you to get excited. And the reason you're going to get excited is because you're going to realize that you don't have to do it the way other people do. And you're going to realize how much control, quote unquote, even though it's an illusion, how much control you actually have over these goals coming true. So I'm going to be real with you. I get triggered And this is something I just noticed this year. So first off, triggers, they are the best thing that can happen because they're guides and they're teachers and they are a giant mirror for what you get to work on, what gets to be healed, what gets to be looked at, what gets to be moved through. So whenever we're triggered, which means, you know, something can come up, we can feel anger, we can feel an undesired feeling, that's a trigger. So when triggers come up, we get to trust that they're there to teach us something. So I noticed myself as we're rolling into the new year, you know, hearing people say, this is going to be the best year ever, you know, big things coming in 2021. I'm going to do this in 2021. I'm hearing a lot of talk. I'm hearing a lot of, you know, this is, everything's going to happen in 2021. And I noticed literally a tightness in my chest. I noticed myself feeling stressed out, feeling anxious, just hearing all these people talking about what's coming, what's going to happen in 2021, what their goals are. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you're feeling pressure to set a new year's resolution, set a huge goal. And if it's feeling anything but exciting, Like if it's feeling like a have to, if it's feeling like, well, everyone's doing this, if it's feeling like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I need to figure this out. If it's feeling anything but expansive and exciting, 
there's probably a reason for that. It's probably not meant for you. So you're not here to do what the masses are doing. You're not here to do the normal standard thing. You're here to live the life of your dreams, right? So the freedom that you can experience is knowing that you don't have to do it like other people. And I know this, right? This is why I have the lifestyle I do. This is why I own my own business and no longer work for somebody else like I did for, you know, seven years plus college plus high school. That's like, I'm talking big girl career, right? This is why I wanted a new way because I know that I don't have to do it like other people and neither do you. So, you know, from noticing myself getting really triggered by those things, of course, I got to unpack that. I'm like, yay, this is something I get to look at. Amazing. When I get triggered. And I also am aware that I'm very sensitive to energy. You may be similar to me. You may not know it. I didn't know this for a long time until it was pointed out to me. And I, when I heard it, I was like, oh, life makes sense. (laughs) So I'm very sensitive to energy. So I'm very impacted by my environment. I can feel energy when I walk into a space. I can, you know, feel if something has a bad vibe. Not always, right? It's a sense I have. And it's the same way, you know, if you've ever been around somebody who's negative, you've ever, you know, been around a group of people you didn't want to be with, or maybe you felt fearful in an environment you're probably sensitive to the energy and it's like your intuition knows your soul knows, but maybe you don't consciously know. So some of the ways that I started feeling like just recent examples I can give you of, you know, feeling empathic, feeling really sensitive to energy. So, um, definitely around the elections, you could feel this like palpable. This is, this was my experience, this anxiousness. And it's not, it's not because I, you know, read the news and knew what was going on. Obviously I felt this energy. I felt this collective tight, anxious on edge energy. And I felt it for a while. I lived in an apartment complex in downtown San Diego lived there for about 15 months and it was right near a lot of homeless, a lot of cars driving by. And it's in a building where there's a lot of people who live. So I literally could feel myself absorbing energy from people walking by, um, people in the building, right? I could feel myself absorbing energy, which was a really big reason why I moved, Ryan and I moved and we would, you know, go to Palm Springs a lot and just get away from that energy because we were very sensitive to it. Another example is I, um, it it was just the holidays, right? So I noticed so many people taking time off saying, you know, out of office until January 4th, or my team's going to be gone for this time or that time, or, you know, finally on break. And I found myself absorbing that energy of kind of like checked out, taking a break, taking time off, time to decompress. I felt myself being like, oh, this means it's time to have time off, right? Like me too. Like I literally acted like I was still, you know, had a corporate job and, you know, was given two weeks off. And that I had to consciously be like, Valerie, wait, you're not on the same schedule as everyone else. You have your own 
you know, you make your own schedule. And I could feel that energy. I felt the energy because that's what so many other people were feeling. Um, I can also, you know, tell really easily when someone is worried. I can tell right away with my clients when something is up. I can feel their energy. And that's why I really manage my energy. I do Palo Santo. I ground myself before my sessions. I clear the energy from, you know, if I have back-to-back client calls, I'll clear the energy because if I've absorbed energy that I'm not meant to absorb or it's funky energy, I want to release it. I want to be a clear space. So I kind of digress a little bit and I'm telling you this, I'm trying to paint the picture of, you know, I'm sensitive to energy and you may be too. So when I'm hearing all these people, you know, all this noise about 2021, all this and that, on top of me feeling all that energy of people just being like, yeah, like, you know, let's go, let's do this 2021. I noticed myself being triggered because I, I've noticed that people have a belief and this is a generalization, right? It's not everyone. A lot of people have a belief that because of the new year, all these amazing things are going to happen or because it's a new year, it's going to be the year they finally lose the weight or they finally attract their dream partner or they, you know, are going to start their own business, whatever. Right. And maybe it will be, and I want it to be, I wish the best for anyone who's proclaiming something like that. And what triggers me is that there are a lot of people who are not willing to do the work to be the person who accomplishes those goals. Just because the calendar turned to day one, just because it turned to 2021 does not mean that anything is automatically going to happen because reaching your goals, setting a goal is 10% of it. If that The 90% is stepping into who you need to be in order for these goals to become a reality. So it is really great to say, you know, this is the year I'm going to blink. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. And there gets to be follow through. It's really sad to me. It's really disappointing that so many people start off a new year with resolutions or with a big vision or a big goal only to let themselves down, only to, you know, halfway through January, be like, oh, it didn't happen, right? They don't set themselves up to be the person they need to be to make it a reality. And it's really not about planning. It's not, I mean, yes, there are logistics involved. If you are like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, and you're not going to do anything to make that a reality, right? You're not going to, you know, find a workout. You're not going to hire a trainer. You're not going to, you know, find a, you know, change your diet, find a meal planning service, prepping service, you know, research what you want to eat, research, you know, nutrition plans, nutritionists, right? If you're not going to do anything logistical, what are the chances of it happening? And what's deeper than that is the belief that something can actually happen. I want you to be the type of woman who, when you set a goal, it's like, it happens. You are your word. You are impeccable with your word. So if, you, if you're like, yep, this is the year this is going to happen, the people in your life are like, oh, crap. Yep, it's going to happen. She's going to do it. Like, of course she's going to do it. That's who I want you to be because that's who you are. And the only way that we can actually make our goals 
become a reality is to know that no circumstance is going to be the reason it's going to happen. So if you're going to start your own business, if you're going to attract your dream relationship this year, if you're going to, you know, let go of a really bad habit, if you're going to lose weight, if you're going to, you know, buy a a certain car this year, you're not going to do that because it's 2021. You're going to do that because of what's innately inside of you and what you're committing to and what you do on a daily basis. So the crazy thing about having your goal become a reality is it's usually something very small. The action is small and consistency is the name of the game. We cannot stay consistent with something if we do not believe that it's possible for this thing to become a reality. That's where your vision really comes in. So when when people set goals and they're willy-nilly like, yeah, but this is gonna the year I'm gonna lose weight, the year I'm gonna do this. And it's like the thing they say every year, it tells you that they probably lack, you know, true vision and a true, you know, wanting of it. Because when you really, 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 really want something, you will do whatever it takes to make it happen. I know you're that type of woman, and I'm that type of woman too. And for a long time, I said that I really wanted a relationship. I thought I did. I thought I was ready, but I actually had a lot of fears. I had fears that I would attract someone and then lose them. I would get into my dream relationship and they would get to know me and they'd be like, oh, crap, I don't want that. (laughs) She showed me way too much. I don't want that. I don't like that side of her. I don't like this about her and leave me. I had fears of being cheated on, right? Oh, they're going to, you know, get me. And then they're going to be like, oh, wait, but I actually want someone else. I actually want her, right? So I said, and these are just two of the many, many fears I had. And these fears still show up, by the way, in my relationship now, but they look different. I have different tools. I'm still scared of Ryan leaving, right? But that fear, it plays such a small role and it's very fleeting. And when I'm having that thought, I'm like, oh, okay, what's coming up? You know, why am I having that thought? Where is this coming from? How can I shift this? Right. But, you know, back then I wanted those things, but I actually had a lot of fear of what would happen if that thing did come true. So that's the first thing you want to think about when you're setting any goal, when you're getting clear on any vision, you're th- you want to think, you know, is there any part of me that doesn't actually want this to happen? Or is there any part of me that is scared of what will happen if I get that thing? And that's where you want to do the mindset work around, right? Because if you're actually scared of, you know, losing weight, if you're actually scared of, you know, what will happen if you make a certain amount of money, receive a certain amount of money, if you're scared of what will actually happen, if you, you know, do get the promotion or you do get the relationship, we want to do work around those beliefs because that's how we find ways to sabotage, right? We sabotage. If we're scared of getting the thing we want, you know, what will happen when we get it, we will sabotage it. And you get to look at those things, right? And, you know, really taking that ownership of knowing that you're going to get everything you want in this life because of you, not because of a new year. Another, a story that I love telling my clients, and this was, I mean, I'm grateful it happened because this is how I ultimately got support and hired a love coach myself, was I was convinced that there were no good men in my city. 
I was convinced that because of where I lived, that's why I was not in a relationship, right? So that was me focusing on a circumstance. And I thought, because I live in this city, I'm not, I'm not going to meet anyone because all the guys are this way. And that was my belief, right? So, you know, life has a, a beautiful, funny, hilarious way of always, you know, presenting you with the same lesson at the perfect time that you need to learn it, you know, until you're ready to learn it. It's going to keep showing up. So I believed that I wasn't in a relationship because of where I lived and that if I only lived somewhere else, then I would meet that person and I would finally be in a relationship. I'm just, I'm in the wrong city. That's what I believed. So to my surprise, one day I come into work, the head of HR is there. He says, your department is being eliminated. And the only way that you can stay with the company is if you apply to work in our other office and relocate. And at the time I was living in San Diego and this job opportunity was in Nashville. And I remember a very big motivator for me to take the job in Nashville and relocate was I was like, oh, fine, this is how I'll meet my person, right? I had nothing to leave behind in San Diego really. Now I'm finally gonna meet my person. So I moved to Nashville. What do you think I expected? I expected to be handed a relationship. I expected to meet someone. I expected to like within a month of living there be, have a boyfriend. I truly expected and believed that. I probably thought that there should be men, you know, at the airport when I flew and moved there waiting to date me. So, you know, I went on dating apps. I took massive action and kept ending up with the same friggin' thing. Kept ending up with not getting asked on second dates, um, being ghosted, you know, attracting people who weren't who they said they were, feeling really, really insecure on dates, me feeling like I couldn't be myself. So I was pretending to be other people. I was inauthentic. That's how I showed up. And the same thing happened. I was single. I was disappointed. I was exhausted. And so that was a beautiful lesson for me that showed me that a circumstance doesn't need to change for you to get what you desire. It's all you. So what ended up happening? I ended up finding support because I believe that the teacher appears when the student's ready. I'm not sure where that saying came from. I didn't make it up. And I found it to be true in so many areas. So I was ready. That was my breaking point. Three years of being single and taking action. When I finally was like, oh, there's something else here. There's something else that's preventing me from meeting my person. It's not that I'm not pretty enough. It's not that I live in the wrong city. <laughs> there's something within me that is blocking me from having what I really want. And so I didn't know you know, about coaching or anything like that. And I ended up being in a Facebook group and my love coach who I ended up hiring made a post that spoke to my soul. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this woman's in my head. I need to talk to her. I end up hiring her. We do massive work together and boom, you know, here we are right today where I'm in my dream relationship. And I got there because of the work that I did with my love coach because of not getting what I wanted. That's how I finally did the work. That's how I finally knew it was time to really look at things. 
so that was a blessing. And the circumstance, it wasn't about where I lived because I ended up meeting Ryan back in San Diego where I had sworn there were no good guys. They were all taken. He was visiting for a weekend. He didn't even live in San Diego. He was in town from Ohio for three days. It was his first time ever being in San Diego. And because I had done a lot of work and I knew that the city I lived in had nothing to do with who was available for me, then I ended up meeting someone in the city that I swore there were no good guys. So that's a story I want to share with you. So you know that there's always, always, always a possibility, right? So here's what I want you to think about too. Just because it's a new year, it doesn't mean that you need to set these wild goals. What I want you to think about is at the close of 2021, when we're sitting here, when it's like New Year's Eve, I want you to think about how you want to feel. What do you want to say you did? And you don't need to know how. You do not need to know how. So I'm going to share with you what the end of 2020 looked like for me when I reflected on the year. Here's what I realized. I was like, oh my gosh, I 4X'd my income from the previous year, you know, with my own business. This is my second full year, full time in my business, and I 4X'd what I made the year before. I moved from our 525 square foot studio apartment in a low vibe area in downtown San Diego to a beautiful four bedroom, four bathroom house in Orange County with balcony, with, you know, access to sunshine, (laughs) more than enough space with Ryan. We adopted a fur baby. We adopted Bugga. He's so sweet. We love him a lot. And what also happened is that I launched four new programs. I got my work into the hands of so many women, way more than I thought I would be able to reach this year through digital courses, right? Not everyone's meant to work together one-on-one or be and fall in love. Maybe a great step is a course. And I was able to launch new courses, launch new programs. So here I am proud to say those things to you. And I didn't plan those things out. I didn't sit on New Year's Eve of last year and say, okay, I want to 4X my income. We're going to adopt a dog. We're going to move to a big house. You're going to make four programs. No, here's what I actually did. Here's what I actually thought of. Here's what was actually going on in my mind when I was thinking about what I wanted the next year to look like. I thought, you know, I want to get smarter in my business. At the time of last year, I was pushing way too hard, putting in way too much work, getting little back. And I wasn't, I needed, you know, I needed more support, right? And that's how I ended up manifesting, hiring my amazing business coach, having so much support where things got easier. I wanted, I, that was really important to me. I was like, I want to respect my time. I want to be a smarter CEO, a smarter business owner. I wanted to work on my mindset and look at beliefs that were getting in my way of having massive abundance in my life. I was like, you know, I have these beliefs that aren't serving me. I knew that. And so I knew vaguely, I was like, I want to look at my mindset. I want to commit to working on my mindset every single day. I wanted to be open to pivoting and shifting. And 
it, I didn't set a goal like that, but what I basically set my goal for was like, I want this to be the most successful year of my life. I want to do whatever it takes. I want to pivot. I want to be open. I want to shift. I want to be coachable. I want to grow in ways that I never thought I could. That's what I thought about. Those were my goals. Those were my quote unquote resolutions. And the byproduct of those was exactly what I shared with you. These beautiful blessings that I now have in my life that I couldn't have planned for. So know that it's, if it's feeling heavy for you and heavy meaning like, this doesn't feel like the best thing to set these audacious specific goals for the year, there's a reason because you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to leave space. I don't want you setting a goal because you feel like you should or you have to and then getting disappointed on yourself if you don't follow through or if something happens. I'm not saying lowball yourself and set yourself up to fail. I'm saying the opposite. Set yourself up to be surprised. Set yourself up to be blown away. Set yourself up for magic to happen. Set yourself up for things to happen in a way that you never could have predicted. Give yourself permission to shift. Permission for your desires to evolve as you evolve. Because what you may want in this moment right now may not be what you're going to want three months from now. So how can you sit here in January, you know, 2021, if you're listening to this podcast in, you know, real time, that's the time it is. How can you sit here now and be so clear about what you're going to want, you know, for the whole year? You're going to change so much. You're going to grow so much this year. So many things are going to happen. So many things you couldn't have predicted. So I want to give you permission to have it be broad, have it be open. Still set goals, still set intentions, but don't stress about these big 2021 resolution goals. You do not need them right now. You don't need them to look a specific way. So here are some questions that I want you to ask yourself if you are in a position where you're not driving, you're not doing dishes, you're not run. I mean, if you're like me, you probably put on a podcast and you do something <laughs> like you're doing an activity, you're getting ready, you're, you know, driving, whatever that is. If you are in a position right now where you can pull out your phone and take some notes, I want you to jot these questions down to support you in setting a goal that feels good. So I want you to ask, what do I want? Right? So literally all the things that you want, all the things you desire, brain dump them. Next question, who do I need to be to make these things a reality? Think about who you need to be, right? So do you need to be committed do you need to be driven? Do you need to be dedicated? Do you need to be loyal? Do you need to be open? Do you need to be confident? Who do you need to be to make these things a reality? And I want you to ask yourself, this is the final question, by the way, what is something small you can choose every day? So you can choose to do this, think this way, do this thing. What is something small you can choose every day to help you move in the direction of that thing? Because the goals I shared with you, it wasn't because I did this one big thing one time. No, it was small, deliberate choices that I made every day. It was mindset work that I did every day. 
being curious every day. So I hope that makes you feel better thinking that you can have what you want. You can get the big things by the small things you do every single day. A really great book to read if you are into personal development, if you're like, okay, 2021 is the year I'm going to read self-help books. I'm going to, you know, really up my self-help game, my personal development game, or if you're like me and you are obsessed with learning and, you know, learning shortcuts in life, really great book to read. It's called The Compound Effect. I want to say it's by Darren Hardy. Let me look. I'm actually on my computer. Compound effect. Yep, Darren Hardy. I'm, oh, I have such a great memory. So it's about how the small things you do every day actually compound over time into the big things. So it's a really great book. It's on Audible. You can read a hard copy. You can read it on Kindle. Great book I recommend. And I'm sharing this with you to let you know and remind you that you're so powerful. You have everything you need inside of you innately to have all the things you want. If it's love that you're ready to attract this year, you already have everything you need. You're not in the wrong city. You don't need to lose weight. You don't need to look a certain way. You have everything you need to have whatever it is that you want this lifetime. The question is, are you making it hard to get there? Are you making it harder for yourself? I love you so, so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to hear what you think. I can't wait to hear about goals you set, intentions you set. If this resonated with you, please share it. Share it on your story. Send to a friend. My vision is to impact as many women as possible in my lifetime, and I cannot do that without you. Love you so much. Happy New Year, and I will see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.